Another AFC East team got themselves a new offensive coordinator. And yes, it means the Aaron Rodgers rumors aren't going away anytime soon. That's the focus of today's TDN Daily. And welcome into the Friday edition of the TDN Daily Podcast. Chris Schuber back with you here once again. Hope everyone's having a great start to their Friday, a great end to the Work Week Conference Championship weekend. Just a couple days away, Sunday, those two games get underway. It's also apparently Aaron Rodgers and Offensive Coordinator Week here on the show because this is our second episode about a team hiring their offensive coordinator. And this is our second episode about talking about Aaron Rodgers and trade rumors. Funny how all of this works together. But yes, the New York Jets have a new offensive coordinator and yes, the Aaron Rodgers rumors will not go away. You'll get my thoughts on all of that here in just a moment. But before we do that, got to tell you about our friends over at Bet Online, who remain your number one source for all of your sports betting this season. Everything from the NFL playoffs to pro and college basketball, the UFC, MMA, and more. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. With live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable, Bet Online is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Just head on over to the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. All you got to do is make sure you use our promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. It was moments, literally moments, seconds after I had done, I had pressed finish on the record for yesterday's show talking about Bill O'Brien being the new offensive coordinator for the New England Patriots. I was in the process of exporting the episode and pushing the button that says publish. When the news alert came across the Twitter timeline, when m- multiple people in the TD and Premium Discord tagged me and said, need your thoughts on this immediately, uh, that the Jets were hiring former Broncos head coach, former Packers offensive coordinator Nathaniel Hackett uh, as their new offensive coordinator. And I wanted to take as much time as possible. Normally, I record these episodes of TDN Daily uh, the, the night before, and I certainly could have considering the topic, right? We knew all of the information that we had, but I just wanted another opportunity to sleep on it because I just wanted to make sure that I could gather my thoughts in the, in the proper context before I brought to you my thoughts on the, the hire, what it means for the Jets at the quarterback position, what it means for the Aaron Rodgers rumors, and everything like that. So we will start here. As a Jets fan, I will be rooting for Nathaniel Hackett to be the fix to the Jets' problems on offense. The Jets offensively have not been good over the last two seasons. However much of that blame pie you want to put on Zach Wilson, how much of that blame pie you want to put on Mike LaFleur, how much of that blame pie you want to put on this being a young team and them growing and developing, however you want to assign that blame, the New York Jets' offense has not been good for the last two seasons under Mike LaFleur, Zach Wilson, Robert Sala, Joe Douglas, right? It needs to be better in 2023. I am rooting for Nathaniel Hackett to be the fix to those problems, to be that veteran voice, the guy that has formerly called plays, the guy that has worked in multiple different stops around the league, that was clearly qualified enough to get head coaching interviews and be offered the job with the Denver Broncos, that guy to be successful in his role as the offensive coordinator. All that being said, I'm not a fan of the hire. I do not think it is going to move the Jets in the right direction. And here's why, and I, I will give you numbers. When he's been the primary play caller, and we'll get to that here in a second because I think that's an important footnote, Nathaniel Hackett was the primary play caller for Buffalo in 2013-2014, for the Jags in 2016-17-18, and and then he was the play caller for the Denver Broncos. Remember, a lot was made of he wasn't calling plays in Green Bay, now he's going to be the head coach and call plays in Denver with Russell Wilson. Only in one season, in one season, did 
a offense called by Nathaniel Hackett be in the top 10 of total yards per game, rushing yards per game, and points per game. That was the 2017 Jacksonville Jaguars. We all know what happened that season. That was their miracle run to the AFC Championship game. That year, they were sixth in total yards per game, first in rushing yards per game, fifth in total points per game. That was six years ago now. If you remove that, only one other occasion have they been inside the top 10 at any of those specific categories, and it was in his first year in Buffalo in which they were second in rushing yards per game. Not once in his tenure of calling plays has he been inside the top 10 in passing yards per game, including that 2017 season. It's never happened. If you take out that Jacksonville season as a one-year outlier, he's never been higher than 19th in total yards per game as a play caller. His teams have never been higher than 17th in passing yards per game, including the season in 2017 with the Jags. Again, you take out the, the year in Jacksonville, they were second that one year in Buffalo, but other than that, not higher than 19th. And in points per game, take out 2017 in Jacksonville, never higher than 18th in points per game. So it's not a great track record. And if the one thing you're hanging your hat on is the one good year in Jacksonville, that was six years ago. But we all know that that is not what you are hanging your hat on when you're hiring Nathaniel Hackett, because there are a couple of years in here that are that are missing. And that would be 2019, 2020, and 2021. And that's where the big caveat comes in. Because when you talk about Nathaniel Hackett, you talk about the back-to-back MVPs that Aaron Rodgers had. You talk about the resurgence that that team had on offense when Matt LaFleur and Nathaniel Hackett have been there. And the important thing that I will mention to all of you here, and you've heard it before, you're going to hear me say it a bunch when you ask me about this, Nathaniel Hackett did not call plays when Aaron Rodgers won back-to-back MVPs. Nathaniel Hackett did not call plays for the three seasons that he overlapped with Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. And so when people want to to Uh, give the credit and give the praise to Nathaniel Hackett. I think they're doing so because of the glowing review that Aaron Rodgers has has given to Nathaniel Hackett. But to me, if you're going to give credit, if credit is going to be divvied up for the great seasons that Aaron Rodgers had winning back-to-back MVPs and for their offensive resurgence that they had in 19, 20, and 21, why does Nathaniel Hackett get more of the credit than the guy who was actually calling plays, the head coach, who's an offensive mind of Matt LaFleur. That's the problem that I have with this. And so then that that devolves us down this rabbit hole of what Denver did. Denver hired Nathaniel Hackett 15% because, 20% because, 30% because. I don't want to put a percentage on it, but there was a percentage chance, and it was more than 10%, that they hired Nathaniel Hackett because they thought they could get Aaron Rodgers in a trade. And if the New York Jets, after watching what Denver went through, Hiring a guy, trying to trade for Aaron Rodgers, not getting him, pivoting to Russell Wilson. If the Jets, with all of that intel, turned around and decided that we are going to get Nathaniel Hackett as our offensive coordinator because we think we can be the team that can convince Aaron Rodgers to come here because we can convince the Packers to make a trade, that is foolish. That is a fool's errand. You have proof. You have recent proof. You have something that happened less than a calendar year ago to tell you that that is not a sure thing. Because if Nathaniel Hackett and Aaron Rodgers are as buddy-buddy as everybody says that they are, then he'd be in Denver. And so I am not putting all my eggs in the basket of Aaron Rodgers is absolutely coming to the New York Jets. I can understand why the rumors won't go away. It's been a rumor bonanza this week. Schefter first saying that he's going to get traded, then Schefter doubling down and saying he's only going to get traded to an AFC team. Peter King mentioning the Jets, mentioning the price tag, mentioning that Woody Johnson would be interested in making the trade. And now the Jets hired Nathaniel Hackett, who everyone is linked to Aaron Rodgers ever since he left Green Bay to go to Denver to be the head coach. So you can understand that this isn't stopping anytime soon, but if the New York Jets hired Nathaniel Hackett, 
with the in- clear intention of we are going to trade for Aaron Rodgers, I think that is a fool's errand. You've positioned yourself as Aaron Rodgers or bust. And that's why I don't think they did that. I don't think they went into this with the idea of we are only here to get Aaron Rodgers. And that's why I don't like the hire. I, I ask you to go back and listen to all the statistics that I just referenced a couple of minutes ago about Nathaniel Hackett and the job that he's done in other stops. Because there is a better chance that the New York Jets quarterback isn't Aaron Rodgers than there is that, he, that it is Aaron Rodgers. And Nathaniel Hackett checked these boxes for the New York Jets. He had called plays before. He's got that coaching experience, right, as a head coach. You, you kind of factor that in a little bit. But he's got experience calling plays. He's got experience working with young quarterbacks. He worked with Bortles in Jacksonville. And so you like all those boxes that get checked. But here's the thing that I keep coming back to. Nathaniel Hackett got fired. Still getting paid millions of dollars by the Denver Broncos, right? Just because you fire somebody, you you still got to pay out that contract. Nathaniel Hackett chose to come to New York. And also there's a crossover between Salah and uh, Hackett from a a brief time in Jacksonville, if I remember the the timelines a little bit correctly. And so that that is another part of this because I, I do think the Jets had a tough time getting some of the big names to interview for this job because anybody that's walking into this job that doesn't have a firm answer at the quarterback position that saw how the, how last year ended knows that entering year three that Robert Sala is going to be on the hot seat same with Joe Douglas to try to push this team over the top and get them to the playoffs if you're an up-and-coming coordinator if you're one of the top coordinator options is that the job you're going to take yeah you got Garrett Wilson yeah you got Brees Hall yeah you got you know some pieces on the offensive line that you like yeah you got a good defense that's going to give you a chance to win every week but is that the job that you are going to leave whatever position you're currently in at to take that leap forward with the New York Jets when it is a pretty good possibility that a year from now you're out of a job because the Jets clean house if they don't make the playoffs it's the other part of this too and that's why Nathaniel Hackett unfortunately kind of made the most sense because he checked the boxes and Robert Sala admitted it in his press conference yesterday that yeah one of the things that you know Hackett wanted to talk about was the quarterback situation and, you know, we're committed to getting a veteran in here. And so this is going to be the telling part about this because the Jets are going to tell us a lot about what direction that they want to go in. I've talked about it on this show before. Everyone knows my thoughts on this, that I want Derek Carr to be the New York Jets quarterback in 2023. Well, guess what? If Derek Carr is going to be the New York Jets quarterback in 2023, it's going to happen in the next three weeks because of that contract that Derek Carr has and how they've got to make a decision by February 15th. Because if he gets cut immediately, then those conversations can start to happen. Or if they try to trade him to get some value for him, the Jets will probably try to strike and, and make a deal. And if that comes and goes, and we find out that Derek Carr is on a new football team, not that he's a free agent, but that he's on a new football team, that somebody else trades for him, the Panthers, the Commanders, the Colts, you name a team that's looking for a quarterback. They trade for Derek Carr. And the Jets are out of the running. Okay, now you can ramp up the Aaron Rodgers talk because now you're talking about Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, or a free agent quarterback. A Jimmy Garoppolo, a Geno Smith potentially, and that's what you're looking at. And so I I, I just don't believe in all, the, all, all of the eggs have been put in the basket of the Aaron Rodgers thing, and everyone knows my thoughts on the Aaron Rodgers contract. We talked about it on the Monday show. That's an albatross. You are trading for a guy and get, committing yourself to – to a cap situation for the next three seasons when you're only really guaranteed him to play in 2023 and the can of worms that that opens, right? And so the way that I look at this is the Jets hired Nathaniel Hackett because they thought he, one, he was going to take the job, and two, they thought he was the best option available considering their circumstances. Now they have to do the hard part. They have to get the quarterback. And the Jets and Jets fans, myself included, will evaluate this situation after the quarterback is brought in because right now I don't feel very confident in Nathaniel Hackett. I don't believe his resume speaks for itself with the work that he did with Aaron Rodgers. Because guess what? The only way that that worked with Aaron Rodgers in which he wasn't the primary play caller 
matters to me is if Aaron Rodgers is in the building. And again, I will echo my sentiments from before. There's a better chance that the Jets quarterback in 2023 is not Aaron Rodgers more than it is that it is Aaron Rodgers. And so the Jets have to solve the quarterback problem before I can take this in as a full picture and really get a good understanding. But on a surface level, not a fan of the hire. Don't believe the resume uh, does enough, but I, but this is the situation that the Jets put themselves in when they hired when they fired Mike LaFleur after his first two seasons, and that didn't work. They had to make sure that they got somebody better, and I don't know if they went into it with that intention. I, I think they just knew that they needed to do something, and this was the decision that they made, and then they, they caught themselves with, hmm, maybe, maybe this job isn't as attractive as we thought, and it... it it tampered down the potential pool of candidates for the New York Jets at this position. We're going to see, though. The Jets become fascinating. And again, the Aaron Rodgers talk is not going to go away anytime soon, even more so now that Nathaniel Hackett is going to be the offensive coordinator for the New York Jets here in 2023. And again, ask a Jets fan when the Broncos play the Jets, uh, what was that, week six, week seven of the season, uh, that they're going to fire Michael Fleur at the end of the season and they're going to replace him with the guy that uh, was the head coach of the opposing team. I don't think Jets fans uh, would have signed up for that in any capacity. So there's, uh, there's, I think, a wait-and-see approach for a lot of Jets fans about what they're going to do at the quarterback position here because it is the most important thing that they have to get right here. It doesn't matter who's calling plays, right? I mean, I still think Michael Fleur is going to be a good coordinator in this league and could potentially be a head coach someday but doesn't matter unless the quarterback situation is uh, is fixed and so the Jets are now on the clock with that they've solved the one half of the equation with the offensive coordinator now they need to solve the other half with the quarterback and of course Aaron Rodgers is still going to be at the forefront of this conversation considering who the Jets just hired oh and one more thing you didn't think we were going to get out of here without predictions for the conference championship weekend I mean we got two big games that we're going to determine the Super Bowl matchup this weekend and folks, I, listen, I know Patrick Mahomes is not going to be at 100%, but how could I not after we did a preview show before the postseason started? And I said that my postseason Super Bowl prediction was the 49ers and the Chiefs. How do I back, back down from that when we are just one game away? It is strength on strength in the NFC Championship game. The 49ers with a very good run defense against the Eagles with a very good rushing attack. I think whoever wins that matchup, whoever finds more success in that matchup specifically is the team that is going to win. Brock Purdy 7-0 since taking over as the starting quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers. I still think San Francisco gets the job done, but that's the matchup to keep an eye on. And the Chiefs and Bengals, we know the 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 record. Joe Burrow has never lost to the Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes not at 100%. Not really the type of matchup that I'm looking for when predicting the Kansas City Chiefs, but Patrick Mahomes is going to play. Uh, Andy Reid, I think, and company are going to want to avenge the fact that they haven't beaten the Bengals since Joe Burrow has gotten there, and so I, I think the Chiefs get it done, but I would not be surprised if the Bengals win, especially because we don't know necessarily how healthy Patrick Mahomes is going to be, but should be a fun weekend, and then like I said next week, folks, Mobile, Alabama, the Senior Bowl, we are down there. TDN Daily does not stop five episodes all week long. Next week, you'll get my thoughts on the players I'll have interviews with uh, other members of the TDN staff that are down there with me uh, in Mobile. We'll talk to them. We'll get their thoughts uh, on the day's worth of practice. A lot of content coming your way over at TDN on Draft Dudes, TDN Daily, the TDN Premium Discord, and just in general from us down there in Mobile. So I hope everybody has a great weekend. Thanks to you for making this show uh, a part of your day, whether it's all five days, just Friday, Monday, whenever it is. We greatly do appreciate it over here. Thanks, as always, to Bet Online for their continued support of the podcast. Everybody have a great weekend. I will talk to you all on Monday.